Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. My name is Fabrizio Romano. I am a football journalist and here we go. Transfer window is really, I say, a crazy word. It's like a jungle because everything can happen every minute, every day. It's like playing football, in my opinion, because when you get news about transfer market, I feel like scoring a goal, I always say, in an important match, in a Champions League match. And you always have to stay concentrated. You always have to stay in contact with the right people. I live with my phone. I, I always say, like my friends, every day, everything can happen. So I start with, with agents, I then have contracts also with sport directors, it can be also with the player. In this football today, more than five years ago or seven years ago, now agents are so important in transfer markets. Also the players can help you, but the players uh, many times are the last to know what will happen really. It's not easy to say what are my sources, but because it changes every time with every, with every transfer. During the transfer market, I sleep like five or six hours uh, from five until 10. Then I get up and I wake up and I start to be <laughs> with my phone all over the day. Uh, I start making calls with, as I told you, with agents, with directors. I work in Milano. Here we have the center of the transfer market here in Milano. I love the city and I love the adrenaline of the city because everything can happen here. And yes, I immediately started to go around Milano, not in the summer because we you know, have the virus, so the situation is complicated also. Here in Italy and also in other countries, they meet in the restaurants, they meet in the hotels. So we try to find them. It's like Pokemon. I say because you have to find them. Sometimes uh, you can stay like one day, like spending nine hours, ten hours, and you don't find anything. And then in two minutes you can get Minoraiola with Paul Pogba. Finding Minoraiola is like wow because he's the king. It's totally changed in my opinion. It's totally changed about the timing more than money because uh, the timing of the money and the move on the money between the top clubs is totally different. Uh, I give you an example about Manchester United too. I am sure, totally sure, that without the virus, now we were speaking about Paul Pogba to Juventus this summer because they were ready to make an important bid, 100 million euro. Then they had the virus, 
they lost money. Uh, something has changed in Manchester United. They were back to win games. They were back to the Champions League. And now the deal is totally off. The virus needs to tell you, okay, you have to wait. You have to find the right money. You have to find also players to sell. Uh, you have a balance to sign players now. It's not like before. I remember 10 years ago, nine years ago, it was like one week to complete an agreement. You were going to see the rumor about the top club and seven days later, you had the player with, with the new club. Now you need like one month or two months also because the intermediary have an important part and they have to be paid with important, important commissions. So I remember to make you an example, last summer with Delict, with, uh, with Juventus, they had the agreement closed with the club, with IX, and they need one month to find an agreement with Rayola. He had the percent on the players, on the sale of the players. For example, he has it on Holland and he has it also on the league. He has a percent for himself. It's a drama, but it's about dreams. And when you have dreams as the focus, and dreams are not for top clubs or for middle table clubs or for second division clubs. Dreams are for every fan in football. So also if you have a news about the small team, <clears throat> it can be a dream for a fan and for many fans. Always we will have the drama, we will have people connected on the social media to find news on the websites, on the papers, on the TV. Always the transfer market will be the center of the show. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live on YouTube, of course. If you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes. We're on Spotify, we're on Audio Boom. We're across a range of different audio platforms. We're on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. Back alongside me, as always, I've got my co-host for these lots of these transfer shows. I've got Jamie Brown for The Daily Hotspur. Jay, how are you? Uh, yeah, pop for me a Spurs fan, Ricky. I'm all okay, thank you. So, yeah, looking forward to this show again. Let's see what happens. Absolutely. And also delighted to be welcoming back to the channel. We've got the great Fabrizio Romano. Fabrizio, how are you firstly? Hi, guys. All good. All good. Thank you. Crazy days, but all good. <laughs> Fantastic. We, we laugh and joke. I know lots of comments there said this is going to be a short show. Um, no, no joking aside, this will be a very, very short show. This is going to be a quick update on where Spurs are currently in this January transfer window. We are recording on the 28th of January. So far, Spurs, not a single signing this window. Lots of frustration. Lots of disappointments so far in terms of Spurs going for players and not happening. Fabrizio, I have to firstly ask you, bearing in mind where we are at the moment in this window, I hope you can understand, obviously, there's a lot of frustration amongst Spurs fans. Can you tell us if you know the mood around Antonio Conte and whether he's still happy at the club, given the lack of signing so far? Oh, to be honest, guys, I 100% agree with you. With Tottenham fans, it's a crazy situation. And also on my side, I'm, I'm not in the board, so I'm not controlling transfers. But as an opinion, I was expecting Tottenham to have already made some signings, if at least one. So I had the same expectation as I see many Tottenham fans. But this is the market in particular in general. What I can tell you is that there is not, from what I'm told, as of today, a big fight. Antonio will command the market together with Fabio Paratici at the end. So it will be on Tuesday, not now. He knows how Fabio many, many times uh, showed how also in a few days he can do something important. So he's not going to comment anything now. He knows that transfer market in general is complicated. So I, I'm told that when they met in November, Antonio was told, uh, don't expect something crazy or super big in, in January. But the real project is for the summer. Don't expect something huge for January. 
it doesn't mean don't expect nothing, anything like it is happening right now. So I'm sure that he wants something and he's going to push to have something and Tottenham will do something because they will. But at the same point, it's not easy at the moment. If Spurs are able to bring in some players this month, what are kind of the key positions that they'll be looking to bring in uh, this month? Of course, we've been linked with the right wing back, central midfielder and striker. What, what's your understanding of the positions they're targeting? No, they started this market with the idea to go for a centre-back. Uh, this is this was the priority. Then uh, week by week, day by day, uh, the decision together with Antonio and Fabio Paratici and Daniel Levy, the world board, was to go on different kind of players. So Antonio asked immediately after uh, looking at the world situation for a right wing back. So this is why he wanted a player like Adama, who's been the priority for more than one month. Uh, then midfielder. Uh, so midfielder was another opportunity, a player with really clear skills, player ready for the Premier League, running around uh, the pitch. This is what kind of player Antonio needs for, for his football. And this is why Sofian Abrabat. So this has been the change of the strategy. Uh, they wanted a centre-back also because Tanganga was expecting to go to AC Milan, but then AC Milan decided to change the strategy too. So it's been a really complicated market in general. Let me say, look also at other clubs. Uh, it's a domino. Clubs are waiting to sell players, to offload players, and then sign new players. But if you're not selling, you're going to have problems. And this is what's happening for Tottenham. So let's say if so today something will happen on outgoings, because I expect something to happen on outgoings in the coming hours is too important for Tottenham. Okay, Fab. At conscious of time, so I want to put two into one here. Um, Luis Diaz, Adama Traore, both players over the last few days. Adama looked one that was close to being done, seems to have fallen through. It looked like talks were progressing fairly fairly well with Luis Diaz, but that seems to have also fallen through. Can you just give us an update as to how both of those have quickly fallen through? Yes, it's been it's been mad. Uh, it's been really mad because Adama was last week. Adama was close. Adama was close to join Tottenham. It was not close. It was not done deal, but it was close. The feeling was confident on all sides of the of the negotiation. Then what happened during the weekend? From what I'm told, uh, they were not agreeing any fee yet. So Tottenham wanted to spend around 50 million pounds. Wolves wanted to receive around 22, 23 million pounds. So there was no agreement. Tottenham were not happy with this value because the player is out of contract in 2023 and was pushing to leave the club. And then what happened? That his agent uh, spoke with Barcelona, had this opportunity to bring the player to Barca after the Tottenham. They were waiting and waiting and waiting. And we know that Fabio Paratici works on many players at the same moment. And this is why the agents of Adama were exploring the market at the same point. And when Barcelona arrived and decided to go for Adama on loan with buy option, the player said, Let's do it. I want to go to Barcelona immediately. Mm. And this is how the situation changed. The player, when Barcelona called him, he immediately said, I want to go to Barca. He's his former club. So this is what happened. And talking about Luis Diaz has been crazy uh, because, to be honest, this, this one has been a far west negotiation, let me say. Uh, really crazy, crazy one. Tottenham were really uh, pushing on this one. They made an opening proposal around 35 million with some add-ons, not 20 million add-ons as Liverpool are offering now. But less money, but it was a good proposal. But Porto were not happy with that proposal. The player was open. He always said, I want to go to Premier League. So he was happy with Tottenham proposal. He was happy to go. But the point was between clubs. And then while Tottenham were preparing their second proposal, because Tottenham wanted to do a second proposal, in the same moment, really final stages to prepare the second proposal, Liverpool made their first proposal and was a huge one. Porto were happy with that proposal. And of course, Liverpool are playing Champions League. Uh, Liverpool are super attractive for a winger in general, playing with players uh, like Salah, Mane. They will have the opportunity to sign an important winger for the future. And this is what happened. That's been really crazy, crazy for Tottenham. Just another quick rumour. There was talk of um, Spurs had offered to make a, a move for uh, Alvaro Morata last night. Is that a player that you understand that Spurs are looking at this month? 
I'm told that there is no proposal from, from Tottenham for Alvaro Morata and they expect Alvaro Morata to have huge chances to stay uh, at Juventus till the end of the season. So I think the real priority for, for Tottenham will be a different kind of player now. Midfielder, right week back, and then let's see if they will have some other opportunity. Mm, so just sticking on midfielder there, um, obviously Sofian Amrabat is a player that we've been strongly linked with. Um, and of course, Frank Kessier and, uh, and uh, uh, Weston McKennie are two other midfielders that we have also been linked with. Um, do you see a midfielder arriving at, at Spurs this, this month? To be honest, yes. Uh, to be honest, yes. I still see Tottenham going for a midfielder. Um, you spoke about Cassie, but as always said here, AC Milan are not contemplating to sell the player in January and same for player side. So they want to continue together till the end of the season and see, and see what happens as free agent. Um, talking about McKenney, he's untouchable for Juventus. He's a starter now for Allegri, so there was no possibility to sign him. Uh, the other player you mentioned, Sofian Amrabat, is a serious possibility. It's still a serious possibility for Tottenham. Is not done. Also in this case, uh, they're waiting. They're waiting to complete an outgoing. So I know that um, for Tottenham fans, it's not easy to hear these words. But this is what's, what's the reality now. They're waiting to complete some outgoing. And so Ndombele to Paris Saint Germain on loan with buy option. But they are still in negotiation. It's not done yet. So they're still in negotiation for, for Ndombele. And at that point, they could be able to complete Sofiane Amrabat deal. What's the point? That they have their proposal ready, loan with buy option 16 million euros. But other clubs are now exploring the opportunity because Fiorentina don't want to arrive to the deadline day and maybe face the risk of having Amrabat still in their team. They want him to go. And so they are exploring on Fiorentina's side other possibilities for the player. So Tottenham have to be fast. You know why I say it's a domino. It's really complicated. Yep. Yeah, Fabrizio, you touched on outguns a second ago. So, can you just give us an update then on the Celso and Dombele, Deli Alley? Um, are any of them likely to leave as things stand at the moment? So, for Lo Celso, let's see what happens in the coming days with opportunities on loan. But at the moment, I'm told no Fiorentina, not true. Uh, let's see if they will have some other opportunity. In Dombele, Paris Saint Germain, at the moment, they are pushing uh, to have a buy option included and they are discussing on the value of the buy option. Tottenham want the world salary paid. Tottenham are still confident to do this deal with Paris Saint-Germain. So Ndombele and PSG is still a thing that they are discussing, but it's not done yet. Dele Alli will leave, I'm sure. The Dele Alli within Monday will leave the club on loan, also in this case. Let's see what happens with Everton manager. Uh, let's see what happens with uh, Southampton. They're also interested. Newcastle at the moment is not so something so close, but I'm sure that Dele will leave on loan before, before Monday. Just a couple more departures. Steven Bergwijn, he's still linked with a move to Ajax. And then, of course, there's a couple of defenders, Matt Doherty, Joe Roden, and Jaffet Tanganga. Are there any updates on, on those four players? Well, talking about Tanganga, at the moment, the situation is, is clear. AC Milan are not going for him. And so I think he has also chances to stay at the club. Let's see what happens in the final hours. But he has chances now to, to stay at the club. Uh, the other players you mentioned to me? Um... Matt Doherty, Joe Roden, uh, Steven Bergwijn. Yes, for Bergwijn, it's important to say that Ajax want to push and push again for Bergwijn. They are still hoping to bring Bergwijn at the club. But the real problem is that at the moment, they have no agreement with Tottenham. Tottenham want around 25 million euros. Ajax are arriving around 18, 19. And so the moment is still not agreed. It's not an easy one. For the others, let's see what happens. Because Doherty was a player that they had in the list to leave in January. But then Antonio started to use him. And maybe he could have opportunities to, to stay. So... I spent really busy and crazy days at Tottenham, guys, and hours, I would say, because they'll need to do something. They need to do something. They, they want to do something. Uh, let me say, in this crazy and difficult situation, because it's a difficult situation, I'm sure that Paratici is the best person to do it because he's 
he's used to deal with many players at the same moment. So he's not a director that has you know, only one option. I'm sure that he has some backup option ready. Let's see what will be the names, what will be the options. But I'm sure that in the coming hours, Tottenham will do something. I hope you're right, Fab. I hope you're right. Right, final two from me, then we'll close the show. Um, there's been a few players at the Tottenham over the last 24, 48 hours. Uh, Andrea Cambiasso, Diego Carlos, Tarek Lamptey. Any truth from those players? Diego Carlos stays at Sevilla. Cambiasso is something that could be for the future. It's not a priority for, for January as of now. Then, you know, in crazy hours, everything can happen. But Cambiasso is one for the future. Uh, and talking uh, about Lamptey, he's a player that they have in the list. They really appreciate him. The problem is Brighton. Brighton are not intention to sell Lamptey in January. If they will change their stance, Tottenham will be for sure on the player because they like him. OK, gut feeling for you, Fab. Last question. How many players do you think Spurs will sign by that deadline? I still say the same I said here in December and the uh, beginning of January. I would say two or three players. This is my expectation. Two or three. Okay, Fabrizio, lovely having you here. Thank you so much for the quick update. We look forward to having you back on the show very soon. From myself, from Jamie at the Daily Hotspur and from Fabrizio. Guys, keep the faith. And as always, come on you Spurs. Ciao, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.